What is going on, guys? Welcome back to another episode of Lost Lifting Talk. I am currently sitting in Mazalan, Mexico on a Monday afternoon recording a podcast that is going to air tomorrow morning, actually. My family, my well, my wife and I and our daughter decided to come to Mazalan for a couple weeks before we get ready for our move out to California. We've been staying at my dad's house for the last couple months, and we're just in a situation. We sold our house. We've been staying at my dad's house for the last couple of months as we're transitioning for our move out to California from Idaho. And so we figured we'd take a couple of weeks and come stay out in Mexico and enjoy ourselves um, for a minute just before the holidays and then go home for from Thanksgiving to Christmas and then plan on moving out to California after that. So we've been down here for the last week or so. And the reason I bring this up is usually I'm not recording a podcast the day before it airs. I've just been behind a little bit with us coming down here and whatnot. I didn't get all of my podcasts recorded last week that would usually air this week. So I'm playing a little bit of catch up and trying to make that up right now as we get um, just as we get through the week because I almost missed this episode and I was going to let it just slide by and then I, then I thought that's not the best idea. I better get a podcast out. I've been on a roll for the last really seven or eight months and I haven't missed an episode on a Tuesday or Thursday and I figured I better just keep that streak going. So here we are and a, a cool little story before we get into today's topic that we're going to talk about is when we started Lost and Lifting, for those of you that don't know, my wife and I started Lost and Lifting actually together about five years ago or so. We were in Costa Rica on a vacation together and before we were married or anything, and we thought, how cool would it be to run a business to where we, we traveled all around and we showed people how to stay fit while traveling, hence where the name Lost and Lifting came from. And now that's not necessarily what the Lost and Lifting brand is anymore. It's more about finding yourself through training and nutrition, finding your confidence, that sort of thing, building your best body composition and finding the best version of yourself. That's more of where the brand is headed and it doesn't have much to do with travel or traveling and learning how to stay fit while traveling, anything like that. But that's where the original idea came for from the name. So that's just kind of a fun fact. And it's cool now that the brand has built to what it is at this point. Obviously, my wife isn't necessarily that much a part of it anymore. She is off going on her own adventures, doing her own things with her career. And I took over the Lost and Lifting brand and have kind of turned it into my own thing. But the goal when we initially started was to be able to travel and just work online, right? And as we got down here and I've been working still, obviously I work from a computer. I help clients through uh, phone calls, through check-ins, through building up programming, all that kind of stuff. I coach people on their body compositions. I can do that from anywhere. And so when we got here, it was just kind of cool to think it's kind of gone full circle to where we actually can travel and I can still work and help all of my clients and and do my thing that way and create content and all that kind of stuff to be able to help you guys. So it was just kind of cool to realize, man, we kind of started the brand thinking we want to be able to travel, um, show people how to stay fit while traveling. And here we are four or five years later traveling and I'm working with a full roster of clients and building the Lost Lifting brand and it's still something that's going strong today. So it was just kind of a, a cool realization that I had as we got here and I was working and kind of thinking about when all of this started and all that kind of stuff. So just a little story that I wanted to share as we get in today's episode. But the episode isn't necessarily revolved around anything about that. That's just me rambling a little bit. The episode today is going to be on a topic that came up a good amount today in check-ins that I was having with clients. And 
every single Sunday, all of my clients get a email, an automated email that comes into their inbox that has a link to a, a check-in form to where they give me their weigh-ins for the week. They give me their, um, their measurements for the week. They give me their photos for the week. They give me all their biofeedback. So how their sleep was, how their stress was, um, how their hunger levels were, all that kind of stuff, as well as they let me know what went really well through the week, what didn't go so well, what do you have coming up in the next week, as well as Are you having anything that you're struggling with that we can help take care of? And a common thing that's been coming up the last couple of weeks that I've been talking on a lot with different clients is this idea of understanding that motivation isn't always going to be there, that it's not always going to be easy, that your clarity on the journey that you're on with your body composition for training and for nutrition and being more tedious with your with your goals, with your what you're putting in your mouth every single day, the actions that you're taking, making sure that you're going to the gym a certain amount of days per week that's on the program that you're following, that sort of thing. It's important to understand that you're not always going to be motivated. Now, we always, a lot of us start because of motivation. A lot of us get the ball rolling because we're motivated to start to see change. But the reality of that situation is motivation is not something that is going to stick around for very long. And when it comes to staying consistent with your nutrition when it comes to staying consistent with tracking your food with hitting your protein levels if you're tracking macros hitting your macros that stuff becomes a pain in the ass the longer and longer that you do it and you start to lose your clarity on why it is that you started doing it in the first place and if you haven't gotten clear on why it is you're doing what you're doing You're going to make every excuse in the world as to why it's okay to quit or to not follow through or to not give it 100%. And this is a conversation that I've had a lot lately with people is helping them understand that you are going to have times throughout the process where you are going to think about quitting. You are going to lose that clarity on why you're doing what you're doing. And if you don't set up reason before you begin on why you're going on this journey so that you have a backbone when things do get hard, when motivation does go away, when, when you have to have a little bit of sacrifice to stay on track with your goals. It's going to be very, very easy to get off track. A few weeks ago, I was in Seattle at a event with um, a bunch of guys that I'm in a mentorship with. And when we got there, we all started talking about, we're all business owners, we're all in the fitness industry, all coaches, and we were talking about what our goals were over the next 90 days. We're all setting 90-day outcomes, and one of those is for business. We set a goal for our body, we set a goal for our being, which is like our mindset, our relationship with ourselves. We set a goal for our balance, which is our relationships, so like our marriages, um, some of us have kids, our family members, that sort of thing, and then we set one for business. And the one for business, we always set a target, an amount of money that we want our businesses to be generating in a 90-day period. And when you set those numbers for yourself, it's if you don't have a reason to hit the number, the number has no meaning and it's just a number. And the same thing goes for the scale. If you don't set a reason as to why 
you're taking the actions that you're taking and making the choices that you're making to try to improve yourself. You're not putting a strong enough reason in place to stick to it when times get hard, when you can let off the gas and maybe not track your calories for an evening or, or miss a workout or two because you're tired. It gets really easy to let those excuses take place when you don't have strong enough reason behind why you're doing it. Just like for us, when we set numbers and we set targets on what we're trying to generate in our businesses, if we don't have a strong reason as to why we're generating that, if you're just trying to generate that money just to make more money, well, money's not going to make you happy at the end of the day. And if you're already comfortable with the amount of money that you're making, then having to put in all this extra work doesn't make a whole lot of doesn't give you a whole lot of ambition to want to go out and do it. There's not a lot of drive or a lot of motivation or a lot of reason behind sacrificing, suffering a little bit to try to bring in more money. So it's easy to let off the gas. It's easy to not put in as much effort into what you're doing. But for me, my reasoning behind me wanting to bring in X amount through the lost and lifting doors is so that I can help others live out their dreams. I'm at a point now where I'm comfortable. So to keep bringing in more and more and pushing the business harder and harder, that doesn't make me excited for me to make a whole lot more, a whole lot more money for myself. Is it, is it nice? Sure. Helps my family get more secure. That's always a nice thing. But if I already feel secure in my situation, when times get hard, when I have to get uncomfortable and do things I don't necessarily want to do just to make more money, I'm going to say, well, I'm comfortable. I'm good. I don't need to really do that. But if I put the reason, a strong reason in place to do it, that's outside of me just making more money that I actually care about, it's going to push me to be in those situations, to make those hard decisions, to sacrifice, to grind, to put in more effort, even when I don't want to, and when times get hard and I'm not motivated. And so those reasons for me were to be able to bring on another coach, then be able to build their dream business, their dream career, like I was able to build mine by being able to work online to be able to help a lot of people, be able to change their body compositions and help coach others. I want to be able to bring others into the lost and lifting business under the lost and lifting umbrella and help them be able to achieve that same thing. And for them to do that, lost lifting has to bring in more revenue. So it puts a strong reason in place for my assistant. I want to be able to pay my assistant more money so that she can stay with me long term and feel comfortable. Again, that gives me more reason as to why I need to go produce more money for lost and lifting from lost and lifting so that I have these strong reasons in place with these other employees that I'm helping support too. That's a strong why for me and it's going to make me get uncomfortable and give me a reason to be uncomfortable to go out and accomplish those things to do the things I don't necessarily want to do in my comfort zone. It's going to push me out of that comfort zone. And it's the same thing when it comes to your training and to your nutrition and changing your body composition. You have to put a strong why in place that's going to push you when you're already comfortable, when you feel okay with where your body is at. If you've lost a little bit of weight and you're, you're making excuses as to why where you're okay is just fine, but if you know the goal you set for yourself and the bar you set for yourself was higher, it gets really easy to be complacent and to make those excuses and to not track your calories for a week or to miss a few workouts because you're tired or whatever it may be. You have to put strong reasons in place to keep you going when motivation runs dry. So what are those reasons for you? What are those reasons that you need to drive through to get to the other side and to put in the work that you said you were going to put in?
because it's extremely easy to let off the gas. It's extremely easy to make excuses as to why where you're at now is okay and you don't need to push a whole lot harder and to make excuses for yourself as to why you've been working so hard and you deserve a little bit of a break. Yes, we need balance, but we also need to push ourselves sometimes. What's it going to show your kids? What's it going to prove to yourself? What's it going to do for your future self? What are the reasons that you started? And don't lose sight of those as you get going and as you lose clarity. Write these reasons down. Write down why you want to lose X amount of weight. Write down why you want to be able to make it to the gym three to five times per week. Write the reasons down why it's important for you to hit your macros every single day. Who is it going to affect? How is it going to affect them? How is it going to affect you? What's it going to do for your life six months to 12 months from now if you just stick with it and get through it? Those answers to those questions are most likely the reasons that you're going, that you're doing what you're doing. And those are the reasons that will pull you through if you keep those reasons close. But you have to make sure that they're strong and you have to make sure that they're personalized and they mean something to you. Don't just go choose random reasons that you think you want. You have to find reasons that are set in stone that you know you want, that you know get your blood boiling, reasons that give you the chills or make the hairs on the back of your neck stand up or get you super excited or get you excited about life. Those are the reasons you have to hold close and keep with you when times get hard. Because if I know anything after helping a lot of people and going through this stuff for myself, it's going to get hard. It always does. The things that are most worth it are usually the hardest to obtain. And that's why they're the most worth it. If they were easy, they wouldn't be worth it. Everything that's easy means nothing. Just like if you, if you achieve something, it takes you a day or takes you a couple hours or, or whatnot, it doesn't mean that much to you. But if you achieve something that takes two months, three months, four months, six months, a year, that's something that you cherish. That's something that had to, you had to build character through that process. That's something that you had to build consistency. You had to build patience. You had to build yourself and your mindset to get there. Those are the things that are worth it. So the take-home message is find a reason. Create a why behind what it is that you're doing or the goal that you're trying to achieve. And make sure it's a why that really, really gets you excited. Make sure it's a why that really means something to you personally. That's going to keep you going when times get hard. I really appreciate you for being here. I appreciate you for listening. If you find value in this episode, I'd be super appreciative if you could take a screenshot and put it in your IG story. That way I can repost it. If you tag me, I'll send you a message personally thanking you for doing so as well. It just helps more people be able to see the podcast and get more listeners here. So thank you guys so much for listening. I'll talk with you soon.